G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. When there is an election season upon us, as is the case in the ACT and in the state of Queensland, there's always a heightened awareness on the need to learn about political engagement. There are a number of opportunities for young people to have access to mature Christian guidance in engaging in a battleground of ideas. Well, there's one to talk about today, a program that is being run in the state of Queensland coming up at the end of the month. It's called Youth Political Advocacy Training, and it's designed for young people aged between 18 and 30 years. Luke McCormack is National Vice President for the National Civic Council and State President of the Queensland Branch, and Luke is joining us. Luke, welcome along to 2020. Thanks, Neil. It's good to be with you. Luke, the National Civic Council been around a long time, dating right back to the 1940s, and uh, that well-known name, B.A. Santa Maria, and uh, of course, uh, lots of good things that come out of the National Civic Council, and this is one of them, a preparation particularly for young people to understand the political realm. Uh, what's your encouragement to people listening into our conversation today that this is an area that needs to be much more highly promoted? Good question. Um I think that a lot of young people struggle to find a, a place, like a safe place, I guess, to explore politics and to explore how their faith uh, would sort of manifest in, in actions or in policy or in politics. And what we've created is an opportunity to have that sort of conversation. We're quite excited by it. Okay, and the program that you run, while it's got a sound Christian foundation, you don't talk just about religious things, but you're actually helping young people to engage in the rough and tumble of political engagement, but from a Christian perspective. Indeed, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So we uh, we accept people um, of, of any faith um, and even no faith as long as they're of goodwill, because the conversation really is about how to love thy neighbour and um, how to love your neighbour in uh, policy and politics. Um, so it's obviously very close to the First Commandment, uh, but, but uh, close to it, but not the same as it. And um, trying to work that out together is quite unifying. And the different uh, use that we've had to wipe out over the years have often said at the end of the week, it was just amazing to be together from different backgrounds and different denominations even, and in occasionally different faiths, and experience that sort of unity when you're trying to discuss what is the best way to love your neighbour in Australia. So people from across the board, different Christian denominations, and even as you say, a sprinkling of people who are not connected with a Christian church denomination at all. And you've even had some atheists in your outfit learning about political engagement. How has that all worked out for you? Yeah, uh, good question, Neil. Uh, really fun, actually. Um, yeah, quite often 
and this wouldn't probably surprise your listeners, um, people who have you know, got questions about the faith or have been quite atheist in their views have during the week found it quite attractive, the faith and the love and welcome and hospitality they experience during the week. And by the end of the week, often asking questions like, tell me more about Christianity. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm interested. So that's lovely. And of course, that only happens if they've actually got you know, goodwill, a bit like anyone. Um, you've got to be uh, not, not hostile and uh, fr- friendly and open. So that's one of the prerequisites. Luke, where do you start in teaching people about the political engagement? Because... Uh, I imagine you have to be able to outline what is happening right now and uh, getting some comparison between the political and social and uh, the structures that are going on around the world in which people are going to engage. We do. So what we, the way we tackle it is we start by focusing in on one key principle from the history of Christian social thinking, uh, and that is human dignity. And so we... we strong connection that once we understand the value of the human person that impacts everything and so we start there and we sort of move from there to the family as the foundation building block of society Uh, and this year with a special online edition we've got we uh, move on to things like how to find the truth how to detect lies um, the art of influencing people how to develop good character um, how power works in politics like within the various structures within politics and government. How do you get control and power? How is it misused, used appropriately? How is it obtained? Um, and we've even got talks on uh, sex exploitation, the harms of pornography, uh, and things like that. So it's sort of progressive. And by the end of the week, they uh, there's questions all the time, but they've got opportunities to question the guest speaker, of course. Is there a sense that you've found that people come to a course like this and they lack confidence, but having gone through all of those elements, and you're talking about some pretty amazing elements that you've got in your course, at the end of it, with a newfound confidence, no doubt a newfound boldness to engage in a political sphere. Is that what you've found has happened? The confidence of people increases? Yeah, Neil, not only that... um but the general interest in politics. So we've found people who perhaps have been a little bit interested in life issues, um, now interested in a whole gamut of areas, and they sort of get depth to their understanding. So, for example, making the connection between sort of um, poor economic policies around family and jobs is also connected to the crisis we have with, uh, on some life issues like the sensitive area of termination of pregnancy and abortion. So depth of understanding, uh, we've got some feedback from people saying, I never thought I'd ever read an article in a newspaper about economics, but after wipe that, I go straight to the economic section of the newspaper. So all sorts of different responses from people, but there's certainly confidence and depth of understanding.
Luke, do people come with an openness about their own political persuasion? You know, they're a supporter of the conservative side of politics or they're a supporter of the more progressive side of politics. Are they open about that? And is there a certain sense in which uh, there are some who might come with a a combative idea to to try and uh, beat down the other side? How do people interact together? Good question. Um, Look, there there's usually a, a minority of, of people who've come with, a, say, a strong allegiance to a particular party. But we're very upfront at the beginning. We're not attached to any party. Uh, we're grateful if people have decided to get involved in political parties, as, as difficult as it actually is. It's, it's a good experience. Um, but no, there's never been any sort of combativeness. It's very good culture we develop. Um, they're just great applicants, usually. People who, like their heart, is interested in these issues and, and their mind is too. Um, and we don't expect people to get to the other end of the week and suddenly become, you know, political animals. I, I, I certainly, not after many years in this game, I still, still see myself as really a, a Christian on a mission, not so much a, a political, um, you know, hack or an advocate or that sort of thing. So, um, look, we, uh, we, we also tell people, look, if you are hell-bent on a particular political party, well, we're going to challenge you at WIPAC because you'll probably find out the weaknesses of your own party you're involved with by the time you get to the end of the week. Now, it is called youth political advocacy training. You've got some age limits or do you have an ideal age group uh, that you'd like to be a part of your training? What's, a, what's the ideal time to actually get exposed to these sorts of ideas? Well, um, we often have people curious from the age of 16, but no, it's strictly from 18 years up. And we, we have a sort of a cutoff around the age of 30. Um, however, um, we will take expressions of interest if people are beyond the age of 30. Um, certainly um, in the past, we've even had yeah, mature age people audit WIPAT where um, they listen in. But during the discussion time, we just ask them to sort of refrain from taking up that precious Q&A time as a guest speaker. Now, you had a successful one of these uh, YPAT gatherings earlier this year, Youth Political Advocacy Training, and uh, I think you had something like 70 people in that round one. Uh, what's your aspiration for this next one that's uh, that's coming up? Uh, look, Neil, we, um, we were quite surprised with um, this COVID special edition YPAT we ran in winter. And because it got 70 people, whereas normally when we do it in person, it's a bigger, better, longer, more intense conference, usually in Brisbane, Sydney or Melbourne, usually at a college near a university, which, which is fun. But this, this special edition is obviously more of a taste of YPAT. It's not the full thing. But look, if we could get 70 again, but I think we could actually handle up to 200, um, that would be wonderful. And so it starts up soon. I encourage people to apply. Look, if you've got a, if you're of that age, you know, or if you've got a child in that age or a grandchild, um, and you're thinking, how can they develop an understanding that's beyond what you just see in the mass media or beyond what is reported in nightly news or off their Facebook news feed? Like, how do you get a more in-depth understanding, which is what our faith demands, I guess? This is the way to begin that journey for them. A safe place. It's not party political based on Christian principles and teachings 
Well, a Christian foundation and an aspiration for being able to engage in the rough and tumble of what happens in political life here in Australia. What an opportunity that would be for young Australians. Now, applications close at the end of this week. It's called YPAT, Youth Political Advocacy Training. And as you say, Luke, you've run these in Melbourne and in Sydney. Uh, this year, the one that's coming up, of course, with a Queensland state election on the way, no doubt, uh, the reason why Brisbane is the primary focus, uh, set aside some of those uh, border blockages that might be there, it is on being staged in Brisbane. That doesn't stop, though, people being involved all over Australia, does it? Because you're doing this online. Correct, yeah. So we've we've offered it online and it's, I'm really impressed with my colleagues who have set it up, Neil, because it's quite engaging and fun the way they've done it. So it won't be super long videos, they'll be short and concise and it won't be like boring sort of Zoom meetings. <laughs> it's, it's actually quite fun. So people are worried, thinking, oh no, not another online course. Or, this is quite different. It's achievable. It's bite-sized and you'll be, by the end of it, you'll go, oh, that was a great taste. I might actually do the uh, the normal YPAT next year once the uh, the COVID things washed over. Hopefully now. Yeah. Okay. Well, you had seventy people in the first round. You're uh, you can accommodate a whole lot more online. You'd like to see as many as two hundred. So plenty of places there. Let me just let listeners in on the website uh, to get some more information and then to register to be a part of the youth political advocacy training it's ncc.org.au and then you can forward slash ypat ncc stands for the national civic council so it's ncc.org.au forward slash ypat and uh, Luke McCormack is the National Vice President for the National Civic Council. He's also State President for the Queensland Outfit. And uh, Luke, just great to talk to you. Thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. I appreciate that, Neil. Take care. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.